Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then... Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Hello, Fightful Faithful. All 100,000 of you, because I'm pretty sure that how that works. Once we get to 100,000 subscriptions, all 100,000 of you are forced to watch every show. So welcome. There's uh, a lot of you, uh, extra of you here who don't normally watch on Tuesdays. This is not your normal uh, show. Kate? (laughs) That is correct. This is your NXT Sour Grabs post-show slash, we usually call it a variety hour at this point. Uh, get in your Super Chats and your Humper Chats. What on earth is a Humper Chat, one might ask? Well, if you go to HumperChats.com, it functions just like a Super Chat, but we get to keep a little bit more of the money. We get to keep a little bit bigger of a piece of the pie. We also encourage you to watch at uh, twitch.tv slash Fightful Gaming if you're into the Twitch scene and to show us your bitties and a couple of other things i'm gonna ask you to subscribe to fightfulselect.com because boy oh boy is there never a lack of cm punk drama in this world um or any other wrestling drama really but we will also ask you to leave a thumbs up on this video it helps people find us in the algorithm when you do that and if you haven't subscribed I guess you don't want to be really cool and popular because 100,000 other people have subscribed to this very YouTube channel. And I got to say, it coincided with my two-year anniversary at Fightful. I'm not saying I'm why, right? but there's a correlation there, okay? Two Mm -hmm. years at Fightful, we hit the 100,000 mark. But what was really cool about it, if you missed it yesterday, 
Um, I'm going to do this again because Alex just loves getting compliments and praise on stream. Um, they send those silver play button things from YouTube and Alex is going to get one because much like the Usos, he's been down since day one at Fightful. The only other one than Sean to stick around um, for, for the entirety of it. So um, we have certainly carved out our wonderfully weird little niche here. And um, I mean, it wasn't until this summer that Alex literally took any time off um, from the time that I had started. So that may, means that had happened even beforehand. <laughs> it was his last break. Extremely hardworking, extremely insightful, always brings an incredible amount of enthusiasm for good or for bad. Uh, and uh, it is uh, an honor and a privilege to to be your co-pilot in such a crazy thing. Matthew hooks right away saying, if you don't subscribe, you don't support women. So let me just hop on that agenda real quick. I famously am a woman, Alex. I am. I'm a gal. Um, big if true. Big if true. Big if true. I am a gal. Uh, I, I am a woman. And... Uh, I am on the show and I am on this YouTube channel. So if you don't subscribe, you don't support me, a woman, which means you don't support women, which means you don't think I deserve the right to vote. If you don't subscribe to this YouTube channel it's true. and leave a thumbs up on this video. And I'm also on Fightful Select. So basically, if you don't give us $5 a month, you hate women. That's the only mm -hmm. logical conclusion. Mm -hmm. Yes. That, also, uh, yes, true, true. That, that one can draw, but we've got your NXT review tonight. Um, uh, last week was, I would say, like a pretty strong show. This was a little topsy turvy, Alex. They said highs and lows. It, yeah, it did. It, it yeah, next week is Heat Wave. It is um, a go home to not, uh, no, Premium it's a, it's a it's a go home to uh to a named episode. Um It is. It's uh Oh, this could be like this is this is the go home to sour grabs for the 22nd. Mm. Can we yeah. just make can we make all of our shows go homes to make them sound yes. really important? <laughs> yes. Every um, one of them ends with a melee. Like me and yeah. Alex are just brawling. <laughs> Yeah, um, we wanted to do something to celebrate the hundred thousand uh, subscribe so subscribers uh, uh, on our, on YouTube for puns. We don't I don't know how to do that. H hundred puns, puns about a hundred or large numbers or uh, thousand, hundred thousand uh, YouTube puns. Um, uh, I don't know. Just subscription pun. puns. Say say just pun. Just say a pun. We'll read it and we'll figure it out. So you you know what? Joker's wild. Joker's wild. Whatever puns you want to put out there within reason, we'll read on the air. I don't know. Um, sure. Puns. Centennial puns. I like that. And and heat heat puns. Things that are hot. If you send in puns next week, you're, yeah. next week we'll because for heat wave and also waves. Heat puns and wave puns next week. This week, Joker's wild. I'm in. There you go. Um, uh, but yes, if you'd like to do 100 puns, that'd be nice. And, and YouTube puns would be good. Um, so uh, J.W. Pringle says, Amazing Alex, Kate the Great, Papa Paul Elizabeth, Wizard of Retirement, 
um, uh, sisters, Alpha Bill, Jam Beard, Jake from State Farm, Louise, and all the SGS. Happy National Relaxation Day. Is it really National Relaxation Day? <laughs> In whose world, buddy? Uh-huh. Uh, see how much Alex hates compliments. Uh, so here's another one. Congrats on 100K and the award. Sir, SGS is why I'm a select member. We'd Yay. love that. That's good. Tell Sean that all the time. <laughs> Paul Elizabeth says, happy Tuesday night to the super team, super mod, super council, super sisters, and J.W. Pringle from State Farm. Uh, was I included in that? Did I miss I it? Uh, we're we're a super included? team. Super team. Or a super team. Okay. Yeah, super team. I forgot to text um, my dad back, so I didn't know if he was holding that against me. There you go. Jake Neal starts <laughs> this off with the million subscriber man, Ted DiBiase. See? We we don't even have to give you direction anymore, and yeah. you guys just know exactly where to go with we, these things. You, you got you're it. Great. Yeah. Um, True Infamous with uh, some some uh, some bittersweet news. Uh, True Infamous says that yesterday uh, he got fired from Pepsi. Oh. Do you know why? Yes, but only because I have the super chat document open. Because he tested positive for Coke. But it's. That's what that I love. Just, you know what? Throw, put, give us your jokes. Tell us all your jokes. Yeah, tell us. A, if you send us, us money to say stuff, we're going to read us, it. Send us money so we will read your jokes on the air. I mean, and because within you reason. support women. Yeah. Um, yes, for that reason. Henry the Casey <laughs> says, hello, Alex and Kate. Happy Wednesday. And was right, it if you're in New me, Zealand, or was, yeah. Or, or was that a good NXT? It was uh, up and down. Parts of it were good. Parts of it uh, were inexplicable. But that's just me. Um, no, it's not just you. There were yeah. there were things that could not be explained in tonight's NXT. I ain't complicated over ruining things. Yeah. Um, I used to read CM Punk's live journal when I couldn't handle mm-hmm. how inexplicable things were. Uh, but now I'm just going to talk about the G1 in those moments. So mm. I'm just going to keep dining out on that until you get sick of it. <sighs> Now, Matthew Plus says the only thing worse on TV than NXT is sour graps, and uh, Luis says that's a lie. So, like, folks, where's the lie? It's with Matthew mm-hmm, Plus. Yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh, the gold play button standard, Shelton Benjamin. <laughs> See, you guys that's are good. so good to us. That's great. And Koi Stalling says, "Poor Yankee is going to get swept again." Yeah, they're a really expensive, terrible team, huh? Mm, mm-hmm. Yeah, that, like that how happens. do you how do you spend so much money and be that bad? I don't know. Um, I don't know. Um, uh, I'm gonna, that'll be a good one. Jake Neal, thank you for that one. I'm going to read that <laughs> later and have a lot of fun. Um, so, uh, Tom Valley asks, "How can it be a go home show when I'm already home?" Yeah, that's a really good question. I watch most go home shows at home. And they're not usually going home. They're going to mm-hmm. a different town. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and um, uh, Chris says, why does WWE keep saying NXT is developmental? If they're going to keep bringing uh, main roster guys and girls down here just to boost ratings, that does not make sense. Um, it, it's a, it is a weird thing that they're doing. It's working, so they're going to keep doing it. They're getting uh, They're getting decent ratings now. Um, we'll see. We'll see. I mean, well, listen, 
better than they have been. Oh, no. I just mean also, like, Fox has kind of come out and said that they're not going to renew things. So making USA really happy might not be the worst idea right, in the world. Right. That's also <laughs> right true. Right now. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's that's true. Um, uh, so... Um, uh, oh, Luis says, pretty expensive, terrible team. That explains my soccer team, Chelsea, to a T. That's what Luis said. Yes, I know so many things about soccer. Mm, yes. Um, <laughs> I know uh, across, across, the, uh, across, the, the, across the pond, they don't call it soccer. They call it handball. Um, that's so, not, no? Is that not I true? I don't I, think that's true. Okay. Um, the, uh, the, the, the D'Angelo's uh face the dyad to start off with um god gyv is a great tag team yeah they are. i was watching them and i was like geez these guys work so well together wouldn't it be great if they could go somewhere where they didn't have to have a terrible gimmick to be on tv yeah. um uh we look forward to that day um mm-hmm. uh but <clears throat> um d'angelo's got a great hot tag uh for as long as he and stacks remain champions and also a team because lord knows usually those don't last very long um it'll be a lot of fun to, to watch stacks be the face in peril doing fun like stack stuff he's really good at selling and then you get tony d'angelo comes in and just throws people everywhere that's fun you know that's that's that, that that'll that'll work out it's good to have like a guy heaving people around stacks took some mm-hmm. nasty bumps in this too mm-hmm. Woo. um very fun to start off this way too. Like this is mm-hmm. a a fun way to to get the crowd. But the crowd was kind of dead tonight, honestly. Like even were. for for the floor, I don't know if it was the way they were mic'd or or what it was, but I was like, oh, that's kind of a bummer. Like they didn't get a reaction, and then it was just kind of like that all night. Like it was just a an off night for for crowd reactions. But I I like that kicking off the show. That's a fun. Um, yeah. A fun, it's a they're such a fun team and it's such a fun program to like get that going. Um, it was uh, it, this is the thing is that uh, Booker T was especially awful tonight, but <laughs> then like Vic Joseph had his moments of being terrible too. That's not his fault, they told him to say stuff like, um, well, th- uh, the schism is obsessed with a team with finding a team that isn't even here anymore. There, they've left NXT, they're not even here. When we all know, of course they are, and uh, they 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 didn't actually record that green screen thing while on vacation. They recorded it in the AV room um, in in the in the performance center. So we all know that they're actually here. And when having your objective truth teller commentator like just straight up go, oh, well, they're not even here. That's ridiculous. Well, well we know that they are, and so it's kind of weird that they would have him do that. Um, because also proving that they are here, uh, obviously the creeds, but wearing masks <laughs> come out of the crowd and attack the dyad while the rest of schism has to block Ivy Nile, who I will remind you is three foot, eight inches tall <laughs> and is in no danger of attacking anyone. Um, but they have to go all go and put their attention towards her so that the creeds, uh, can come out and attack the dyad. Now it would be one thing if we eventually found out that Ivy Nile has known they weren't here the entire that they were still here the entire time. But as far as you have presented to us, 
Ivy Niles believes that the creeds have gone away and left her behind and didn't even bother to leave a note. So it's not like she they had a big plan where you go and distract them and we'll jump the railing being obviously ourselves but in masks and we'll we'll attack the the dyad and then Vic Joseph and, and Booker T will go who are these guys like they're friggin four can we is that the plan okay so Vic Joseph deserves his his commentating whatever he makes mm. and also a babysitting fee for he what does. he has to do with he Booker does. T Yep. ridiculous tonight mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um i think my dad could do better on commentary just from watching our post show and not watching yep. nxt i really mm-hmm. do because he's mm-hmm. a coherent intelligent mm-hmm. person like it, it we'll talk about it later but what he was doing with the heritage cup stuff i was like you don't even know which guy has the fake one like mm-hmm. uh, um i'll say this if there's a loser goes on vacation for a little bit match i'm gonna be trying to lose all the time mm. like that just seems like a great deal like mm-hmm. loser leaves town to go on a holiday sounds great to me i would be throwing matches constantly um this whole thing is it's so bad and i just keep going back to the fact that like it's made so much worse by the fact that the creed should be on the main roster um now I want to see the creeds and GYV for the rest of my life, <laughs> but mm-hmm. this is not the way to do it. And I was thinking about this earlier. It just makes the schism look so stupid in the process. It like, really it, does. It's it's bad creative, and it also makes this cult look really dumb. And it's like hard to bind a cult stuff as is, like because it's a mm-hmm. cult and a wrestling show, mm-hmm. but like. Joe Gacy's pretty good at getting me to try and make these leaps with him. And Mm -hmm. they had figured out some stuff creatively of like making the dissension start to work. And I still didn't like it, but it was starting to make more sense in a, in a wrestling fundamental way. Um, This just makes them look so stupid. Like, Oh, they really believed they were on vacation whilst they were in front of a green screen, not agreeing where they even were on vacation with each other. Like, it just makes them look so dumb, mm-hmm. especially when they've been the ones standing around. Like, yep. oh, man. Um, so it's kind of a bummer because it's like, I don't like the schism. It's not for me. But I want the people it's for to have something logical to enjoy. And this is mm-hmm. this is just not that. Yeah. Not even a little bit, Alex. Nope, it's not. Um, so, um, yeah, the the... The tag champs wrestled and defended their titles tonight. And the women's champ had a little um, video package thing and will we'll be at Heat Wave. So Heat Wave, we'll talk about, is, is like uh, a couple of title matches um, and then a bunch of like just other stuff. Heat Wave doesn't feel very hot to me. Uh, because it does feel wavy though, because it's like, oh, some title matches, and then it just goes, Yep, it does feel like that. It does feel like that. That's true. Um, hey, uh, somebody named Steeler75 on Twitch says, Hi, chat. Does Alex and Kate look at Twitch chat? Yes, it comes up right where where, where all the YouTube stuff I can see it as well. 
we we don't necessarily read all the regular chats. We do if 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 something is is sent in with with uh, in your case bits, uh, then then we will read those things. Yes, ex again, uh, hashtag show us your biddies. Uh, yep. Um, <laughs> so yes, um, but yes, we can see the, the chats. We can see them. So um, there you go. Uh, <laughs> this is good. Ryan Sullivan says, and I would subscribe 50,000 times and I would subscribe 50,000 more just to be the man who subscribed 100,000 times to hand Alex that button. Uh, he, da, says da, this da, works. Da. he says this works if you wanted to work. And then CO um uh says uh da 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 um and then uh and then uh jade pringle says da 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 i think the favorite part in that is the directionals to Luis. like this is how they should be listed yes he's done it he's done it right of course yeah of course he is because he's the goat but um Thank you, Ryan, for that mm -hmm. chat. And I will say, even as a kid, I was like, this guy should just take a plane if he's going 100,000 miles. Yep. Like, why are you walking? Yes. That seems foolish. You're going to die before you ever mm -hmm. get there. Yeah, it's true. Um, Idiot. Uh, uh, yeah, also, <laughs> Luis reminding us that Ivy Nile would take out all the faceless, uh, Gacy um, devotees. Just one after the other, like that one shot in Old Boy. Just, 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 <laughs> just murkin fools left and right. That'd be yes, she would, she but would. not the um, ones that are obviously the creeds because she would not not know those. It. No, yeah, no. Um, uh, Eddie Thorpe. He's really good. Showing us that he um he will find his bruja. Um, uh, which um. Which I which I believe is is a is a native uh, word of some kind. Um, I believe in Spanish actually, bruja is witch. But I don't know that he's finding his witch unless he's finding Alba Fire. And I, I was just lost. gonna say, is in that which where case they that'd be great. Yeah. But uh, my uh, the the um, close captions on my on my stream uh, said bruja, like b o o <laughs> space h a, and I was like, I'm pretty sure that's not what he said. That's not. Um, so. But he's trying to find his fighting spirit so he can take on uh, Di uh, Dijak. Um, uh, uh, he had a match with Dijak. And Dijak beat him? Did Dijak cheat? I don't remember Dijak cheating. I don't think so. So the way you get back your fighting spirit in, in, in a code of honor that feels kind of, I don't know. Honor is real. Kind, kind of like that, you know? Like... Wait, hold on. Yes. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Honor, Code of yeah. honor. Uh -huh. <laughs> um, um, it it doesn't feel like what he ends up doing later in the night fits in that whole manner. Um, just like Correct. you know, if he was going to like, okay, here's my honor. I would you would approach him uh, uh, after he had won or lost the match and say, I would like a rematch with you uh, because I do believe that I can beat you. Um, as opposed to doing what he did, which is deliberately distract him uh, from his match, which feels less less honorable to me. But I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. No, that feels like he's a clearly defined face. But I guess, mm -hmm. I mean, who's more of a face than yeah. Cody Rhodes? And he just cheated. 
So yes, um, that's well, that's true. He he, yes, no, it, it's true. Turn yeah. turnabout's fair play. Um, he turned. Yes. He, he learned from the main roster. Um, He's really uh, good though. Like I I really like. Um, like he he's kind of settling into this wacky little world of NXT pretty well, and I like what him and Dijak are are building out. Like they've got really good chemistry in the ring together. Yes, no, it'll be it'll it'll be good. Um, speaking of things that are uh, not good, Chase, you, um, uh, um, I I have less in, invested in this than even normal. Um, uh, they have decided to take a, the character that was working in this whole thing uh, because of her commitment to the bit and drastically changed the bit. Um, it was working. And I would say, if you wanted to say, if you gave it another six months and then it wasn't working anymore, that'd be a great time to change the bit. But it's a, it was a bit that was working and you decided to change it uh, to a point where like... Um, does anybody enjoy the um, uh, moody teenager as as a character, like in, in film or television? Um, I suppose. <laughs> uh, br- brooding, perhaps. Br- brooding skateboard with half of his face painted because I'm more dead than alive, whatever. Um, that's a different thing. Just like, I don't like you, dad. You ruined my life, Dad. Get away from me, Dad. Does anybody like that character? Like, if you if if like you see that character portrayed, that stock character portrayed on television or in a film, you're like, you know what? I like that character. So introducing that character, uh, where that character doesn't really have a function outside of you inventing a thing for her to 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 do, it's just no. Is all I'm going to say with this is just it 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 just feels like. No. As a moody 14-year-old once, I <laughs> I find her alarmingly relatable. No. Well, I true. um here's the thing. Whilst working, it was completely one note, and they did bring Harlem Bravado back or Mr. Chase. And they had to do something. Mm-hmm. To me, part of this falling apart is like Duke Hudson's just had nothing to do with anything. Yeah, and it, it seemed like the dissension was between the two of them. Right. And now it's shifted so far away from that that like Here's I feel what Duke like Duke Hudson does. He carries a trophy and he goes, I'll go talk to her. That that's he's literally the middle child in, in this in this thing, is that he's just he's the peacekeeper. Uh, but they never actually get to see the scene where he goes and talks to Thea about it. We don't even get that scene with like the slow music is playing and they sit on a bed and they talk about like what they've learned. <laughs> Danny this week. Tanner. We don't even get that scene. So like, yeah, I don't know what any of this is. It's just well, and it just it it pivoted without any creative work of um, Duke Hudson and Mr. Chase. Kind of, it, it felt like the story was headed toward controlling stake of chase university like everything was right. going really well while mr chase was out and it was at the helm of duke hudson um and there it's still kind of there because since he's come back things have gone awry right but it it shifted so much towards the hail that like the the thing it was building toward or felt like it was building toward feels lost to me so um 
while you're you've never been in on it like i was kind of starting to get in on it because duke hudson's really good <laughs> at what he does and it was starting to make wrestling sense which i'll always mm-hmm. give credit to but now it's like they kind of pivoted too far away from the thing that i liked about it um so i i appreciate that they're trying to build something more than um like hi i'm extremely enthusiastic and hyper all the time like it is nice to see her do something different but something different that resonated more would be much better <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um the um the 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 thing about this is that she like she doesn't she doesn't like andre chase because he threw in the towel and um l- later during her her actual match um booker t uh when when you are doing stuff with your creative that 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 causes me to go booker t has a point there um you're doing there's bad stuff there's, there's an, an issue, issue. There's because an what issue. he says is that they were in a submission match it was not his place to throw in the towel you know like it's it it's it that wasn't that she, she she either submits or her arm, get, her leg gets broken, or whatever is that like? That's that's her spot. She the mission or referee stops for it. Yeah, that's that wasn't his spot to do it. So yes, of course she's upset with him. And uh, yeah, I get it. I get it. Um, I do have um, to acknowledge in the chat. Um, Lord Kev is asking about my Kardashian impression and how much money it takes to to have to it. Never do it for you to never do it. Is what for me saying. to never do it. Um, that's zero dollars. I would be happy to not ever let the world know I can do a Kardashian impression ever, ever again. But you have been actively holding out on us saying you only have one impression when in fact you have two. And if you have two, you have more. They're in there somewhere. You are a born impressionist and you need to get out there and impress. I am your young lioness in this regard. That's right. I do owe an apology. The only, so the issue is I do have more impressions. But they are only done in the style of actual karaoke and not bit karaoke. And that I can, I, do, see. I can do a pretty mean Alanis Morissette. Wow. And that might be it. It might cap out at those three. <laughs> Fantastic. Fantastic. Sheila, Sheila is not an impression. As no, no, but it is a character. And yes. so many of my things that I do are more characters than they are actual impressions your gunther is spot on it's true a lot a lot of a lot of just like like listening to in his interviews and then running it back and trying to like mimic it into a tape recorder and then playing it back to myself playing him talking pause playing me talking as him pause playing them both together till they sound exactly the same and that's how you get with yeah i am gunther I, it's it's so only uncanny. now yeah. that I realized your Ludwig Kaiser is like actually pretty accurate. I feel like, and your Giovanni Vinci and Gunther are nowhere. <laughs> yeah, see, that's that's the secret sauce. It's beautiful. Um, I like it. Um, so, um, Blair Davenport beat Dana Brooke because because what? because or- Kelani Jordan wouldn't let Dana Brooke hit Blair Davenport with the ring bell. After Dana Brooke had several instances of just screaming in the in the ring, after Blair kicked out, she would just scream and rend her face with her nails and scream some more at the ref. And because don't you understand? 
uh, Dana Brooke went to a dark place. And that dark place is the timekeepers area where they keep the ring bell. And that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to hit her with it. Um, so yeah, that was, um, no, I was so distracted. This is not like, this is just a Kate problem. Her tights being a different color. This show is sponsored by better help. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap, play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash Fightful. Other than the rest of her body. It was weird. It looked like her legs had been to the tanning salon and the rest of her body had not. I was so distracted mm-hmm. by that. Mm-hmm. That's just a me problem. That's not mm-hmm. that's not anything to do with the match. What is this Dana Brooke comeback campaign? Because she mm-hmm. is mostly lost and been made to look like an idiot. Mm-hmm. I don't understand it. Um, not every not everybody needs to go to like a dark place to like Roxanne, Cora, like everybody's mm-hmm. All the gals have to get like in so a dark, dark place. This is what I love about Blair Davenport. She's like, I operate exclusively from a dark place, and I'm gonna mm-hmm. kick your ass. She's so good, man. Like she she's she's just ridiculously good at this. Uh, I I really really like watching her uh, in ring work, and this character is so perfect for her. Like the she's just come back from being out and slid into this role so perfectly. Um, but this Dana story just feels like a big old mess like it it's such a waste of any of the time you had with her on the main roster to make her come down here and lose and then to have your student be winning more than her and then her still trying to coach her just none of this makes sense it's not good it's not good and god bless her but like dana is just not um in ring is not her greatest strength and when the creative and all the other aspects around it are not great, um, that means she doesn't get to play to any of her strengths. And so it's just not a good representation of someone on screen. So yeah. this was not great. Blair rules. <laughs> Blair, 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 awesome. does, Blair does rule. <laughs> Blair does rule um, at the, the, the end of the thing because um, uh, Blair beat her and then was going to attack Dana, but Kalani slid in and to the ring. And, and Blair left 
and uh, Kalani was looking after Blair as she was leaving, but had she had her left hand on Dana Brooks' shoulder, um, like, like, uh, like, hold on, like, uh, like this, okay. And so then, um, uh, Dana, uh, as Kalani was looking after um, Blair, Dana was doing this. Like the whole time, just making this face while looking at the hand of her friend on her shoulder. And so I wonder if they're going to have her attack Kalani Jordan next week. It's unclear to me. It's like if you, if you use on one of those magic view. eight balls and you shook it up and said, will Dana Brooke uh, attack Kalani Jordan uh, the next time they are in the same room together and there's a camera also in that room and you shook up an eight ball, it would say, Outlook cloudy, please try again. Because I honestly, I have no idea. I'm impressed you picked up on such subtle storytelling. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. Even an astute 100,000 subscriber reign like yours mm -hmm. to pick up on, on the nuances of NXT yeah. in general, really. Right. Um, I'm, I'm, uh, after this show, I'm going to uh, see uh, how cheap I can get uh, uh, Magic 8-Ball. Because I want it as a prop for this show, where I will ask if the very obvious heel turns that are coming, uh, if they're going to happen or not, and then we'll just decide whether the eight ball is telling the truth or not. Well, and especially because they run like three playbooks. This is yes. just the thing they do with every tag team without them being a tag mm -hmm. team first. Yes. Yeah. It's not even a good... There's a really, really cool thing. This is a great time to talk about. This because we get young oh, lions yeah. and we get mm -hmm, young mm -hmm. boys and uh -huh. um, there's a really really great story that gets built out in wrestling frequently of the the master and the student and when right. it's done well it's done so well um, but for that to work you have to one that just generally takes more time than they're giving this and two the master has to look better than the student mm -hmm. and has to have more wins. So this is just like all over the place and, and doesn't work because they've made Dana look so weak in the process. Um, yeah. And they, they're just giving it no time. Like the fact that the seal turns coming already is kind of ridiculous. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Um, uh, so um, speaking of ridiculous, um, um, we're going to talk more about what, what they are doing with him uh in a little bit but what they're not doing with mustafa ali is giving him a title shot versus dominic next week on heat wave so i guess they're saving that for the for the takeover which is in whenever that is october they, they're doing that with no they're not doing it with anything it's doing it's a separate weekend i'm not sure if it's before or after the october one but um uh Matthew Hook's asking, is Rhea on the NXT roster now? She's got more story than she does on Raw. Um, she doesn't like Lyra Valkyria. Uh, Dominic Mysterio doesn't like um, uh, Dragon Lee. So Rhea challenges the two of them to a mixed tag match next week. Not intergender. Uh, although, if you if you ask me um, uh, what is... Uh, like a match you would want to see that you would pay money to watch 
Dragon Lee versus Rhea Ripley is right up there. It's up there. Whenever we're, we're never gonna get to see that. She might give him the riptide, but he won't be able to do anything to her because you know the NXT. Um uh but yeah, so next week we're just gonna get Dragon Lee and Lyra Valkyria versus Dom Dom Dum Dum Dom Dom and Mommy. He keeps insufferably calling her mommy more and more now. Yeah, mommy, that's a great idea, mommy. Um September 30th. There you go. No mercy. September 30th. That's when that is. Um, it's pretty gross. So. Um, I, I actually really like building out something with Lyra Valkyria and Rhea. Like, I, I like that. I feel like um, Lyra's ring style and presentation is kind of something that fits in and, like, nests kind of nicely under Rhea. Um, I have no interest in this mixed tag match at all. Because it can't lead to anything good. And I feel like um, I, I would have a lot less of a problem if she was doing anything on the brand that her title is for. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it seems to be that's a thing that's going to happen. A payback? <sighs> yeah, maybe a payback. I mean, she's going to have, she'll, she's going to, here's what we, here's what we, here's what we can, uh, Magic 8 Ball. Will R Rhea Ripley. Have a match versus Candice LeRae next Monday, and then will Raquel <laughs> Rodriguez attack her after that match, setting up their match for payback because now Raquel is cleared. And then will Rhea hit Dragon Lee with the women's championship or the North American championship, leading to her and Dominic beating uh, Lyra Valkyria and Dragon Lee the following night on NXT? Absolutely. It is decidedly so. <laughs> Certain. It is decidedly so. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm definitely doing uh, that bit. I'm. I'm, I'm looking That's for one great. right now. It's going to be great. Um, yeah. So this is what we're doing. Um, it's the thing. Yeah. It's. It's a. It's a thing. That's what we're doing. We're doing the mixed tag, which is mixed tags are always bad. They can't be good. Um, because. Ah, we got got something going on. All right, tag in somebody else, and somebody else has got to tag out. So. There's one way that they could be good, and they never do it. And I've always thought this would be such a fun way to do it. Would be if you had like a valet with hardly any ring experience, like the Eva Marie character, mm. and like a like a young stud, like Chad Gable level wrestler against. A, a great women's wrestler and like somebody who's like too old to still go. And the valet just kept tagging out to the young guy who he's not, he's not tired about anything. And so anytime there's the desperation moment of the old guy finally tagging the girl and she just tags right back out and she doesn't have to take a single bump. And like, there's, there's such a fun story and they never have done it. And no, I don't think they, they ever won't. will, but that's the one way you can do a mixed tag match. Well, yeah. um, and they, they don't do it. Um, backstage Lyra and dragon Lee. Try to get on the same page. First of all, dragon Lee thinks Lyra is hitting on him that in order to be a good team, they have to um, sleep together or something. And he's like, you trying to get me in trouble? I'm taken. And Lyra Valkyria says, oh, no, nothing like that. We just have to, you know, uh, we don't know anything about each other. We should probably. And then he says something to her in Spanish, which she doesn't understand. And he translates for her. 
And then she says something to him in Gaelic, which he doesn't understand. And she translates for him. Oh, it's comedy. Um, old people write this show. That's what I yep. thought during the segment. Was yes. just like old people <laughs> yes. write the show. Yes, it's true. It's very true. Um, uh, Trip Williams beat Drew Gulak. Um, it, because the double vest of the beach came out to attack Damon Kemp and Charlie Dempsey, who were nonstop getting involved with Trick Williams. No dragon off tonight. He wasn't on the show. They had no, a little but we bit got of a, an like awesome a, vignette. A, an awesome vignette, which was nice. Um, but I, I, I thought that they were going to have like you know, uh, double vest of the beach beating up the guys, and then Drew Gulak was going to get involved, and then like, oh, there's. There's Dragonov in the crowd, pointing and staring with blood red contacts at um at, at Trick. We didn't get any of that. So was this yeah. the first time we got to see Trick's like full solo presentation? I think it was, right? Uh yeah. So certainly it's his first solo like, match uh since he's broken and... away from Carmelo. Yeah, I, I feel like this was like the most solo presentation that he's had that we've gotten to see, which was cool. Um, he's really come a long way. Like he's in ring wise, mm -hmm. he's grown a lot and it's, it's cool to see that he gets to kind of go out and spread his wings like this. Yeah. Um, I just don't, I, I have no interest in a hipster mullet and like, like they're not double vests in the beads anymore. Cause they don't wear it. I don't know what else to call them. Um, this just doesn't feel, and I'll, I'll, I'll watch it before I, I fully judge it, but it just doesn't feel like the right players involved um mm -hmm. maybe they'll surprise me sometimes double vest in the beach do that like sometimes they're in ring outkicks the coverage of what i expect which is cool um but them versus charlie dempsey and like it just doesn't um i can't see it jive yet but i'll i'll watch it i just also mm -hmm. like Later, we get a great match, and the Dabakato interrupts. Like, run a different playbook on the same episode of your damn show. Like, you it's know. it's maddening how many times they just recycled the same ideas. Here's, Not only just in general, within the same episode, Alex. Like, you're killing here's me what, over here. Here's what is so maddening about NXT is that uh, finally we have a two-hour program where they're like, here's 12 matches. It's just like it's they're, they're just throwing match after match after match at us. A lot of them are short. But more wrestling is good. Um, and the reason that they only have four matches on the two-hour SmackDown is so they don't have to repeat the same three storylines that they know of. It's the same people, really. Or if they're not the same people, they come from the same tree of knowledge. Like, the somebody has told everybody who works for WWE, these are the only four storylines that we have. So if you do enough matches on the same show, you're going to have to repeat at least one of them, probably two. So the, the drawback of this is because they have no I, uh, other ideas. They end up just doing the same whoa, thing whoa, over whoa. and over They again. also do spots that Shawn Michaels has already done. Let's that not forget. True. That is true. But to your point, too. Yeah. I feel like anytime they do something different and it works, then they run that into the ground. Like when they did the like, um, in order for us to be friends thing, we have to beat the hell out of each other. That was something that they hadn't really been doing. And then they did it like three times. Mm -hmm. And it's like, oh God, like just 
that my, the best part about wrestling is that you can set up all these stories in this different. That's what I love about the Heritage Cup big around is there's an inherently different thing every time mm-hmm. that it's yeah. on. Um, so, but it's just like, yeah, it was, oh, double best of the beach interfered. Like later we get mm-hmm. Daba Kato interfering with two guys that that guy should be nowhere near. So um, the next segment is titled "Woof the Musical." Um, that's what uh, that's what Luis has called it. That's Corbin and Von Wagner. Corbin walks past uh, Mackenzie Mitchell backstage, uh, and is like, "Hey, so what's up?" Um, she says, "She's like, I'm going to the ring to talk about something." Well, what are you going to say? He's like, well, why don't you stick around and find out? And he goes out to the ring and he says basically nothing. He just repeats his whole, I like. I'm the guy from, I'm I. Everyone in the in the back is a bunch of pansies, not like me, Baron Corbin, who beat up an Olympic wrestler that one time, and like, and then he gets interrupted by Robert Stone and Von Wagner, and if there was ever. Um, a clearer representation of wins and losses do not matter. It is what they are doing with this. The week after Braun Breaker beat Von Wagner clean in the middle of the ring. And then after the match, Von Wagner, a sore loser, uh, attacked Braun Breaker. Sore loser, baby face. Yeah. Right. Put him through a table. That equals win. At least that equals you won the day. Um, and so uh, tonight he gets to come out and say to Corbin, at least Robert Stone does until Von Wagner gets on the mic and say, um, did you see what I did to, Bra- to Braun Breaker last week? Um, I, yeah, I put him through a table. And, and there's no mention of any. Uh, to, I mean, if you didn't watch last week, and you did watch the week before when they set up the match, and you didn't hear what happened last week, you would assume after tonight that Von Wagner beat Braun Breaker. But he didn't. So, like, what what is if you're gonna if you're gonna treat Von Wagner like he beat Braun Breaker, and then treat Braun Breaker later in the same episode tonight like he lost to Von Wagner, why not just book Von Wagner to beat Braun Breaker? Because, because nobody you're not protecting could anybody. Because you're nobody not protecting could anybody. It. It's a because Von just... Wagner's not good in the ring, like that. There's no way you believe it. Um, but my, there were I actually there were a few things I really liked that Corbin said. One, he acknowledged the burn the boats thing, so that makes me both happy and sad because I really liked that. Inexplicably, his Titan Tron just had burning, burning boats. Bur- burn the ships. Burn the ships. Yeah. Burn them. yeah. Um, I'm glad he explained it because it makes more sense. But I'm sad because it was very funny when it was completely random. Um, I also like that he said he bounced Gable Stevenson out of here until the end of time um, because I think he's probably going to come and interfere with this match, right? Yeah, probably. But I also... (laughs) It's also believable enough (laughs) because there's two things that might have also happened. That guy might have been like, I have to go to level up. I'm not ready for this. Or that guy might have been like, the Olympics sound great. Um, because it did not go the way it was supposed to. So I like that Mm -hmm. he leaned into that. I think the crowd tonight played along with Von Wagner, but I think you sincerely run the risk of 
Baron Corbin doing really well right now, doing that thing that heels do that's normally good when you're up against a strong baby face of I'm saying things that make sense. And even though I'm the bad guy, I'm not so evil. You can't wrap your head around the perspective that I'm coming from. This is what happened when they had Becky Lynch as a heel where you were like, you're too good at it because they're doing dumb shit with the baby faces. So now I want to root for the bad guy. If you put Baron Corbin up against Gable Stevenson or Stevenson and now against Von Wagner, I think you're really running the risk of the crowd turning again. Um, And also he, he was really trying to help Von Wagner in this. Like I thought it was really clever that he was like, I, why am I speaking to you, Robert Stone? Let me speak to Von Wagner. Like mm-hmm. that is a that's a chess move to set Von Wagner up for yep. something that mm-hmm. Von Wagner really, really couldn't like um, dig into because mm-hmm. he's not great at this. No. Like he, this was like him digging in, which mm-hmm. is he's not good yeah. at. No, uh, he does the. Um, he says. Um, I don't know which one of you it is that I'm talking to. If it's um, if it's uh, ha- Happy Laffy Corbin or the King Corbin or the Bumass Corbin or whatever other gimmicks you've had, because I don't remember them all, because they suck. But I'm you and I, we're gonna fight, and we're gonna I'm gonna table you, so you're gonna get tabled. And- no, it's worse than that. He goes. I got a reservation for one and I got a table for one. And I was oh, like, that's right. buddy, that's how reservations work. But feeling like dream B says I need to talk about the G1 right now. And I actually <laughs> will. Cause watch this. Watch this. Watch this. This version of Okada is so great. And I know Okada's great at everything, but like when wrestling is at its best, I was raised. My parents don't watch wrestling, they don't care. But I was raised by wrestling parents of mine. Mm-hmm. Wins and losses not only matter, but you can set up stories in such a way that even the losers win. I've said this before, not that long ago. Um, that's kind of what's happening with Okada right now. There's like he's taking some L's in some pretty prominent places because there's this like story brewing where these young guys are coming up and he's like the angsty, cranky veteran in charge, right? Like there's this whole angle that's brewing. So like the losses matter the loss to naito and the finals of the g1 at five in the morning or whatever it was my time that i was watching it all of that storytelling comes into play um what they did with braun breaker and and von wagner in this is they negated the win or the loss mattering to your point um and later we see that braun's not done with him why you beat him clean. Well, no. Because he put you well, through a table after? Why? Because after I beat him clean, that's the end. And yeah, I know I was going to give a gorilla plus slam to his manager, but honestly, Robert Stone deserves it. Um, <laughs> uh, but Von Wagner put him through a table, which means now I have to get him back for that. There's there's always going to be that kind of a thing. But my point is that, yes, Von, Von Breakaker should want to re-kick Von Wagner's ass for putting him through a table and making him look like a look like a chump after the match. Von Wagner shouldn't get to. Hey, you beat me fair and square there. Hey, why don't you take your hands off my manager? Cause I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna table you. And like that's that seems kind of a dumb thing to do. 
is, is all of this is dumb. But like Baron Corbin uh, saying to like Braun, hey, I know you intimidate everybody else here, but um, I'm not everybody else. I like, listen, cool. Braun Broadbreaker versus Baron Corbin could be great. Like a really, really great match. Um, so let's do that. Can we skip Baron Corbin uh, versus Von Wagner here as well? Um, but yeah. I just... I think they thought all the creative they did with this baby face turn worked enough that like our little Von Wagner could fly and he mm. did not fly today. Mm. No, no, he sank like a rock. Uh, Tom Valley asked, what if I didn't watch last week or the week before? Well, then you are most of the audience for this show. That is correct. Um, Hey, so here's the one great thing about tonight. Go figure. Well, second. Second great thing. So I'll I'll give it to one of the matches. Um, Muzafali. Yeah. Uh, this is a version of the amazing um, U.S. title gimmick he was trying to do um, that he shot and, and wrote the promo and did the whole thing, produced it. It was friggin' amazing. And he was all set to do it. And they told him no. So he's like, fuck it. I'm putting it on Twitter anyway. <laughs> um, and I'm which, requesting my release. Yeah. And I'm requesting my release uh, pretty soon after that. Um, uh, but that was awesome. He was, he was going to do this really cool thing where he was going to really force um, people to, to, to choose sides in and in really interesting thing that they don't do anymore with WWE audience. Like he was like, if you in America as an immigrant or a child of immigrants have ever felt like you were unwelcome in your own home. I am for you. And I'm like, that is some subversive shit that I am all here for to make people like question, like not only if, if that applies to them, but if it doesn't, how you would feel if it did and like ask some really tough questions, play with a lot of gray area there, which of course they were never going to let him do on TV. So they, they, uh, they didn't let him do it. Uh, shut him to the side, didn't let him do anything basically. Um, and then now the North American title thing, he is bringing in Canada and Mexico in, in this as well, but he's like, I'm going to be the leader of an, of a real, of a new North America. He's not doing it as subversive, but, Give him a little bit. I wonder if he'll be able to, to work some of that into it because tonight the, the promo tonight was was awesome. Do you believe if you believe in Mustafa Ali and then there are these big banners unfurl behind him with with uh, M A over the uh, North America? That was great. It was so good, man. This is how I know Mustafa Ali could do anything. He made me laugh at Dominic Mysterio mm-hmm. when he was like a. I'm mad with what family values and called him a convicted felon. I was like, you're yes. the only person to yeah. have nailed yeah. this. The yeah. only one who yeah. absolutely nailed this. Yeah. Um, I love it. And I got to say, like, I, I'm always on the side of the artist creating art. I can understand with how kind of unbridled the first attempt at this was and knowing wrestling crowds and stakeholders why WWE wouldn't want to go that far again. Mm-hmm. Cause I think it, it was going to some places that like 
especially if he was going to be doing it as a heel. Like that's a that's loaded. Well, and that's it's, the it's thing actually like that, important and should be done. What but... I loved about it was that it. Some people would think it was a heel, but some people in that audience would think it was explicitly for them and be rooting really hard for that guy. I love the idea of saying this character is going to be hated by part of the audience and loved by part of the audience. And then we'll, there's a, there's a third of the audience that we're going to figure out which way they lean. That's really interesting to me because that's a, and you, and you do it intentionally knowing this is going to piss some people off. That's and the thing. this is some other people who are going to love this. And this is going to, that's as opposed to this guy is the bad guy. Boo him. This guy is the face. You cheer him. That's so boring to me. I want to be asked to make a choice. To, w- to w- weigh w- what I'm w- seeing and, and actually make a choice as a fan. I, they, I never get asked to make a choice anymore. I am told this is the choice that you make. And I, it's boring. That's so. why I always love, I mean, I'm a CM Punk gal, but like Straight Edge Society Punk was my favorite. And I loved the Plato's Champion for the same reason, where it was like yes. these arrogant yes. assholes who are yep. a little bit right yeah. <laughs> all the time. And with Mustafa, they could have done so much too, right? Because he has the history as a cop. Like mm-hmm. you could have mm-hmm. also turned that on his head the more you revealed about this right. guy, where the people who yeah. were kind of anti that could get one over. But that's just not, unfortunately, the way WWE tells stories. But I'm intrigued to see if they've kind of found, I hope that they found a middle ground that they feel comfortable with that lets him stay true to what his vision was. Because it's, it's, he's just, he's well, so good. He's whatever, so they're, whatever they are doing, this is a long-term thing, at least until September 30th um, uh, for the, for the, for the play, for the former takeover. Um, there's, uh, it's not a, um, well, you got your rematch versus Dominic at heat wave and wouldn't you know it? Rhea Ripley got involved and you lost like, cause that's what they would do. Otherwise this, if you're going to do what they did with this vignette and this, it feels like it's the beginning of something, then it will extend, uh, to the next PLE. And, um, if he wins beyond as the champion and if he loses it feels like it extends beyond like this is the, the he could lose a first match with dominic and win a second match like that kind of a thing depending on how they put this out there but yeah i'm really intrigued and i'm really hopeful um it's not lost on me the timing that he got greenlit to do this and that vince mcmahon has stepped away Mm-hmm. Uh, for creative responsibilities. I'm like actually yeah. a little bit nervous about that from a sincere standpoint of what if Vince recovers from his final stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm I'm very happy because artists should be able to art. They should be able to do what they want to do, especially yes. when you're as, as good as Mustafa Ali is. There is nothing he hasn't made work. There are only things that they've stopped him from doing. That yeah. I loved, like even just the the what, six weeks that he was allowed to do like the positive ollie thing that music video and stuff mm-hmm. that yeah. passive aggressive shit was so funny so the, i just have so much trust and faith in him as a performer to pull off whatever he wants to do all they had to do to make retribution work with him as as a leader 
was take off the silly fucking masks, get rid of the stupid fucking names, and and let let him work. He was, he was he was doing vignettes that they only put on 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 social media, like laying out specifically who each person was mad at and why and what they were going to do about it. Like he did this whole there's all this backstory of like why you have forsaken us and why we need retribution. And instead, they were a laughing stock every time they were on TV. But you could have made that work. He could have made it work. They still the the find find the YouTube um, uh, clip of when he was revealed as the leader of retribution. Millions, three point seven million views in like a week. People were all about it at an angle that was was bleeding was not working until they actually paid it off. Like that was that was pretty cool. They had the parts. Yep. Look at Dijak. Yeah. Yes. That's that's so true. Um. Um. So yeah, I'm looking forward to whatever this is. I trust Mustafa Ali. I don't know if I trust them to get out of his way, but I I I trust him to have the right ideas. Um. NXT Championship number one contenders match should have been the main event instead. Whatever. Um. This uh Wesley defeated Dijak. This was great. This is excellent. This was better than their than their PLE match back in February. Um, this was awesome. I just wish it hadn't required a, a distraction to end it. That's the one thing about it. I'm like, you didn't need that. You didn't, especially since Eddie Thorpe's supposed to be the guy who's like honorable about this like let him come after dijack after dijack loses and let him asking dijack for a rematch be a reason dijack is really pissed puts him through a table backstage and then eddie thorpe has even more reason to come after him how many like, distraction eddie finishes did eddie we get today? Thorpe Holy shit. Like this stoic vision of 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 just like i am I, you will not break me you will not get a rise out of me I'm going to get you in that ring, and when I do, I will beat you. Like, uh, and and Dijak just being rageaholic about everything. That's cool. But anyway, the match was amazing. Um, uh, there was um a version of a tornado DDT thing. Holy I, hell! What was that? Uh, yeah, like he he picked him up like up like this, and then he fully twisted everything and just fling his legs around to drop him into a DDT that Dijak, to his credit, took fully standing on his head for a second and a half before he fell over. Um, that was great. Dijak also just slinging him into the corner of the steps right before Eddie Thorpe showed up on the outside. This was great. This is everything that this is the, of all the people who've showed up from the main roster back to NXT or come to NXT for the first time. Dijak's my favorite because th- what they've done with his character uh, outside the ring uh, is a lot of fun. Um, and uh, he is so protected because every match he's like this close to winning it. And he doesn't need to, it doesn't feel like he's taken losses. Like he lost that match to Dragunov, but like, honestly, <laughs> Did anybody win that match with Dragunov? Dragunov survived. Like, there's just all these great matches that he has had. Um, the feud with Tony D'Angelo was great. The first one with versus Wes Lee was awesome. Um, he's 
just so fun to watch. What a really cool combination of of size and speed and skill as a big man. Um, he's great. And Wesley um, did this. He did a full like spine buster thing where like. Yeah, what the hell was I, that too? This I whole did, match, I was just like. Dijak kicked like to do a big boot and Wesley ducked. And then, like, just squatted him by, like, getting yeah. his shoulder underneath one leg and then just put him down like Bobby Lashley doing it. Like, that was friggin' awesome. I'm, uh, it was really, 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 really good. If um, you ever need to explain the concept, styles make matchups. This is the one. Uh, this is the textbook match that you show to people when you say styles make matchups. Um, just operating in their own worlds of what they do extremely well. And then the meeting in the middle stuff was unbelievable with it. Um, really just the cap. There's just that inexplicable chemistry thing that clicks in sometimes. Some, sometimes when you get two people in the ring, they just have it. Wesley and Dijak are like that, but I gotta say as much as that just clicks in sometimes, I don't know if we've seen a run of anybody just having it with someone else as much as we've seen with Dijak and NXT. Like, this has been like an underrated, incredible run. And I think Mm -hmm. I have less of a problem with him eating L's because he's not like he's not on a title hunt right now. Like he's not um, he's not on a specific path to anything other than his path of destruction, which has been delicious. So it. I will have issues with him not getting W's because then you're in like, then you're in Lance Archer and Isla Rose territory where you're like, why am I supposed to buy that you're this beast if you never actually win anything? But right, right now it's, it's working. I, when you mentioned uh, Dragunov, I was like, I, I couldn't even tell you who won that match. I don't think. Cause I was just so blown away by the match that we saw that I was like, Oh yeah, I remember the finish now. Um, <laughs> so really, really, really great work. This was fantastic. This was match of the night for sure. I loved Wesley's promo at the end of this episode too. I gotta say, like, I, I this is some of the stronger work that we've seen. We were just talking about how bad guy, good guy stuff gets really boring. I feel like what they built for him and Carmelo is dimensional, and there's 100%. shades of both of them. Yeah. And it was a really refreshing go home segment, and you can trust that with Wesley and Carmelo, and that that was earned in NXT World. But this match was was fantastic. This didn't feel like a free TV match. This felt like something more special than that. So mm-hmm. really, really, really strong stuff here. Um, Dijak uh, get back in the ring, uh, gets caught with something, and then um, Wesley hits a spiral tap. Um, uh, that <laughs> Wesley just moves so quickly doing that. I also loved the spot where because uh, Dijak was working on his shoulder and he couldn't do the backflip kick because the, his shoulder gave out. And then Dijak tried to do the his version of the DTH um, and yes. he couldn't do that because his knee gave out. And I just love that both of them were like so beat up they couldn't do their regular finishers. That was fun. Um, you said a couple weeks ago that um, you loved a couple of matches where you've seen things of like in a match – an opponent realizing like this guy is way too fast for me. I have to like fly some things, call some things on the fly, or this guy's mm-hmm. way too big for me. I got to figure out mm-hmm. a way around this. This was like both of them doing that. Like mm-hmm. this guy's too big for me a little bit. And this guy's too fast for me. And then oh, figuring yeah. out a way to like 
meld those worlds together. But then you he, saw Wesley have sneaky strength, and you well, that's, saw Dijak that's what it have felt explosive. Like, that's what it felt like to me action. was Wesley coming in, going, "Okay, um, this guy's bigger than me. I got to figure out a way um, to to use my speed." Oh, he's faster than I thought. Uh, and yeah. Dijak saying, "Hey, I'm bigger than this guy. I don't need to worry. All I got to do is if I can if I can catch him, if I can get a hold of him because he's so fast." Then I can squash him like a bug. And then him going, holy shit, this guy's a lot stronger than I thought he was. DDT, yeah. It, it, <laughs> like basically, in, in like in certain moments, recognizing they were underestimating certain parts of the opponent's yes. game was was really fun. Um, this was excellent. I uh, honestly thought we were going into this um, with the possibility of it going to a double countout or a non-finish and getting Carmelo versus in a three-way um, because I, I wouldn't mind that at all. Oh. Um, but, uh, but instead we get what we did. I honestly liked the, the setup too of like Carmelo was at the, at the building, at the venue signing uh, eight by tens. And each guy came and paid him a visit to tell him that he was going to uh, beat him up the week, the uh, week later, a week later. So that was cool. Um, and yes, um, as uh, we'll talk about it, as closing contract signings go, yeah. this was one of the best that I've uh, seen. Um, hey, Tyler Bate versus Joe Coffey should have been good. It was for so much of it, and then it, it wasn't. was. It, it, it was. It was. But it, I also felt like both of these guys, like looking back on it, Tyler Bate and Joe Coffey were like, oh, so. So we're you're you're using this to put over uh, a guy who's significantly worse than both of us. Yeah, cool. they weren't well, going to well, let that get into third gear. Yeah, we're we're just we're just going to cruise through this. And um, right, if yeah. you go on YouTube and type in these wrestlers' names, you will find something much cooler. Like they they really did. And Vic Joseph, great on commentary, this talked about that, like how many times they fought each other in Europe. And then Booker T, terrible on commentary, doesn't know who holds the Heritage Cup. He he was actually saying that Tyler Bate was such a coward for not defending the Heritage Cup versus Joe Coffey, uh, and which is why this match is happening. And uh, it honestly, I feel like somebody should get send Booker to a doctor because if that's if that's he's been on commentary for several weeks, months now in a row, that has never happened. That is not. He is confusing somehow Tyler Bate with Noam Dar. And I don't believe Joe Coffey's been Nathan involved Fraser. in the Cup. Like, no. it, like he, he was like, oh, Tyler Bate, what a, what, a, what, a, what a coward for not defending the Heritage Cup versus Joe Coffey. And Vic was like, what are you talking about? No, Noam Dar is the one later with- in this episode where they clarify it. Did you look at the rundown for this episode? Oh my god, maddening, mm. maddening to hear that. Um, yeah, Davicato comes in here for a reason. Davicato comes in and to attack both of them. Um, the rest of I'm sorry, Gallus, Joe Coffee, get rest of Gallus get Joe Coffee out of there so that Tyler Bate can take the giant choke slam. Uh, um, Cato had a vignette earlier in the night, which is the first time we've seen him in forever. Um, which I guess should have tipped me off that he was coming back soon. I just didn't think it was going to be tonight. Mm-hmm. Where's Obafemi? Who's who's better at everything about this than Dabakato is? 
He what had, I, I believe he had one match, looked friggin' awesome in it, and then just had a really cool backstage interview, which was like, I will break everybody a face. And it was just so great. And and then just gone, just vanished off the face of the planet. Obafemi was immediate gold. It was like, this is everything they want Omos to be. And he's just gone, just goodbye. I don't know where he is. But now we get Dabakato just beating the, the, the smooshing Tyler Bate, one of the greatest wrestlers in the world. Uh, Dabakato um, uh, is not that. And um, yep. A far, far cry from it, from a ring perspective. Um, I. We had three distraction finishes tonight. Is that right? The tag one. Mm-hmm. We had, I guess, it uh, distraction finish ish with Dijak, right? Yeah. And this exhausted, exhaustive. Mm-hmm. Like, it does do there was a distraction finish in Thea Hale versus JC Jane? It just happened to be the distraction was somebody at ringside who was already there. Oh my god, do anything different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Five distraction finishes um, that um, Luis is able to count. Um, I'm a barf. Um, yeah, Dabakato, uh, the last we saw of him in ring, he lost to Reggie and, uh, I'm sorry, Scripps. Um, oh, and uh, uh, me too. Um, and, uh, and an Axiom. And uh, he's back now to beat up Tyler Bate. Sorry, I said axiom. I had to. Yeah, it's true. <sighs> um, so I had forgotten that they announced that um, uh, Andre Chase got Thea Hale a match versus J.C. Jane. I had forgotten that they had um, said that that was happening tonight. So at this point, there was, we were at like nine thirty Eastern time, and this thing always has a has an overrun. And I was like, was that was the last match of the sh- of the night? I I mean, I'm sure we're getting the contract signing, which hasn't been announced yet, but that was it. Um, it wasn't. We had the match after that, the women's match. Um, but before that, we had Nathan Fraser doing hard hitting home truths. And a little thing with uh, with Noam Dar. This was cute. Um, it was a little and, long, but it was effective. Like it was, it was, it was pretty good. It, I mean, like when I say cute, I mean it was like it was just it was silly and nothing, and and like it, it didn't even have the bite of the comedy that the metaphor has been doing uh, so well. Um, it just like it was just it was just the same basic thing. Like admit that the heritage cup you are carrying is a fraudulent um, heritage cup. And uh, Noam Dar not doing that, and that was basically it for about five minutes. Like, okay, there were some some gags in there that were okay. I mean, giving giving Nathan Fraser a button that if you push it, it said fraud, um, and then just ha- him pushing it every time. Um, Noam Dar said something. Noam Dar said anything uh, was okay, but the only thing that made me laugh laugh was when. They played it back. I don't know if it was Noam Dar or Mensa or one of the gals. Like, it might have been Lash Legend. I have no idea. 
but somebody goes, that was AI. Or like, I just heard someone go, AI. <laughs> that made me laugh. I was like, oh, that's pretty good. That's pretty clever. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, but I didn't see who said it. Um, but I I really uh I I really like the metaphor. This felt very go homey, but it just felt long for a go homey segment because mm -hmm. it was they they basically didn't say anything new to your point. Um, but it was it was cute and um it was I'm I'm very much looking forward to the match. Like the match is gonna be great. I'm curious to see that's one I don't know who takes that home. Like I could the, I think the metaphor is clicking right now, so I could very much see them giving it back to him. And I think he only lost it because of the injury. So mm -hmm. it'll, it'll be interesting. Um but yeah, se segment was fine. Um, but I I'm just so in on on Noam Dar. Like I, I just love it's this great. Guy. No, and, it it and... it everything feels very muddy around this championship because uh, there was that moment where like Dragon Lee was really heavily involved with Frazier, but now he's doing a thing with Dominic, so that's like forgotten about. Just like completely, we're not going to talk about that anymore. Tyler Bate just beat Noam Dar in yeah, a match for the title, um, for the for the for the, for the fake cup. Um, and then just gave him back the fake cup and then said to Nathan Frazier, you owe me. But now Tyler Bates certainly going to be in a thing with Dabakato for a while. So Tyler Bate um, is beat Noam Dar last week. And Noam Dar gets a title shot at Nathan Frazier um, uh, at, at Heat Wave next week. And in between, Tyler Bate gets his ass kicked by one move by a guy who can't wrestle. Like, like nobody's connecting any of these dots to realize how friggin' stupid all of this is. So Tyler Bate, let's say Nathan Frazier retains. Tyler Bate would be, well, like, you owe me. So Tyler Bate versus Nathan Frazier should be the next program for the Heritage Cup. But Tyler Bate's got to get squashed by, by Dabakato first. And if after that happens, he's not allowed to... If, you can't just if jump back into the Heritage Cup. I say here. he shouldn't. Uh, he's going to get squashed by by uh, by Dabakato. He shouldn't. That would be terrible. But why bring back Dabakato to attack Tyler Bate if you're not going to put Dabakato over, at least initially, in their feud? And if you're going to have him win the first match but eventually lose the feud, well, that feud's going to last a while. So when does Tyler Bate get his shot at Nathan Frazier? If Nathan Frazier even wins next week, because if Noam Dar wins, Tyler Bate actually should get a shot at that Heritage Cup because he yep. beat Noam Dar last week. But Tyler Bate first has to lose matches to Dabakato. Why are we doing any of this? To make Dabakato look good, which is a nauseating answer to that question. But this feels like not that far off from what they just did to Tyler Bate with the, the triple threat picture. It does. Like they, they just screwed him over in that. And now they're going to do that again. But my bigger thing is, Alex, like, if you were carrying a Heritage Cup around, mm. I just wonder what that might look like. You know what mm. I mean? Well, unfortunately, I uh, I cleaned my room, uh, or this room. You did what? I did. And uh, some of the things that were in Me. this is uh, are now uh, in, in the hall, I think. It's not, not you don't anymore. have your your side table Heritage Cup with you? I have, I have, I have, I have a trash can. That's Look, not I, the. That's the fake it, heritage cup. It's a fake heritage cup. Touche. Fake one. Touche, fake sir. One. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm just saying, 100,000 subscribers. Yeah, do no. better. Do better. I should do better. You're right. <laughs>
The side table is around somewhere, just not nearby. So, sorry. Um, uh, anyway. Um, so, yeah, no, I know. I, I let everybody down. I, I'm, I apologize. Um, you should. Uh, so... JC Chain defeated Thea Hale because Andre Chase um, decided to put the turnbuckle pad back on the turnbuckle after JC Jane took it off. Uh, Thea Hale went to th- to push to throw JC Jane's head into the exposed turnbuckle, but the pad was back on it, and Andre Chase was standing there like, "You don't want to win like that." Um, and, uh, I'm sorry. And then, uh, Thea Hale screamed at him, um, and, uh, then, uh, got rolled up and lost to JC Jane. And then, uh, she screamed more at, uh, Andre Chase and left and, uh, uh, Duke Hudson stood there with his, uh, cup and, uh, just, uh, just did, uh... that's about it. Uh, the JC looked really good in the ring in this. This was, I feel like, one of her better matches. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was encouraging to see. Not that she normally looks terrible or anything, but this was mm-hmm. a, a a stronger performance from her. Everything just looked really like impactful and locked in tonight. It is very funny to me. Like after she turned on Gigi, everyone was like, oh, "JC Jane's gonna get that mega push, man." Yeah, look at that mega push. She got injured in that feud with Gigi, but then like ended up losing the feud, and then kind of felt like she was. She feels like on she's on a on a lower tier from anybody who could possibly challenge for the title right now. And that that I would not have have decided, thought they were going to do that with her at that point. Well, there was an inherently weird thing with that because it was like toxic attraction was so made to feel so important because they left yes. the title on Mandy for so long. So I think you just figured that the remnants would also be feeling mm-hmm. like number one contenders out of that. I right. also think Gigi's face turn went maybe better than people were expecting. Like she, she has a very authentic baby face promo um, style, which I, which I like. Um, but yeah, it does feel like ever since the separated shoulder, mm-hmm. that whole few got stuck in the mud in a really weird way. Actually, that was yeah. like, didn't have the same va va boom that we thought we were gonna get. Um, yeah, this is like I think it makes you not like Andre Chase, which is not supposed to be what it's doing. And yet, that is what it is doing. <laughs> it's it's very much what it's doing. doing. Like it does. It makes people look dumb when they do things like this. I also don't feel like I've done a good enough job of explaining like how funny I find it that like wrestling does some really corny things and like I feel like it's not talked enough about how like when you literally throw in the towel for someone. Yes. Like how heavy-handed that is. Yes. <laughs> it's the corniest stuff ever. Mm-hmm. Oh man. Get it? Like they're throwing in the towel. Ta- like literally, though. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Here's a towel. Yeah. <laughs> um. Uh. Yeah. So, um, remember how the Garzas were texting each other while they were shirtless in the same bed last week? Um. 
and the, they were definitely in the same apartment, even though they weren't in the same apartment, but they were definitely in the same apartment. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, tonight, uh, they did the same thing, uh, except for uh, they were in the same bed at shot at different times, and they just moved the picture of their grandfather from one nightstand to the other. Um, and it was very obvious. Uh, but they had, I don't know if this was, it can't, could have been, I don't know, that was like his words or somehow his voice having been recorded, or if it was just all this weird, like, we're gonna fake it like this dead guy's alive. But their grandfather, Humberto Garza, um, uh, telling t- telling them to to be nice to each other, um, and uh, uh, and then they woke up from a dream, um, having seen like footage of them playing and footage of them being w- with their grandpa, and uh, and uh, then um, they were like, "We're we're you're gonna all of the." The, the hijinks are gone or whatever. Uh, now we're really going to go after it. And so they each woke up, had a nightmare about their grandpa uh, talking to them and looked at the respective nightstands. Um, like 60% of this was great. And the framework it was wrapped in was cheesy. But like, mm-hmm. I felt like the production of all the like bringing his voice into it and like the throwback footage and stuff. I thought all that was like very good heartstrings building stuff, mm-hmm. but the the field of dreams we both had the same dream thing <laughs> was a little much and the nightstand stuff. Mm-hmm. It does feel very much like they're lovers instead of mm-hmm. brothers. It's a weird weird little thing. Um they should have done this one last week, which I think Louise even put in, in our our chat thing, but mm-hmm. Like, it did a good job of getting me emotionally invested, but then it pulled away. Like, the framework just came across as kind of corny, just like it did last week. Mm-hmm. It's true. It's it's very true. It's um, damn true, one might say. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to... F- yeah, anyway. Um, uh, Double Vest and the Beige, um, uh, they're around. They're, they're feuding with... Uh, it doesn't okay. actually say beige, but I wish it, I wish it did because he he is fairly fairly boring. Um, no, they're they're around. They're doing stuff. Uh, they jump. They're feeding with catch point. Um, so um, yeah, suspicious. Yeah, Humberto Garza's voice was probably AI. You're right, Luis. It probably was. Um, there's a Tiffy vignette. She's going to be at Heat Wave. She's not. She's defending her title about as often as Rhea Ripley is right about now. So that's great. I mean, she got put um, on the last pay per view, so it's more than we could say for Rhea. But um, that's good. I'm going to be at Heat Wave. Toodles. So you'll see me there. Bye. And that's it. Um, uh, Wesley uh, interrupted. Carmelo, Carmelo Hayes signing the last of his eight by tens to slam down a contract for him to sign, um, and he's like, "I'm, I'll see you, I'll see you. Just, I'm not signing that right now." Um, which is I don't, just, I'll just, just sign it. I don't know why Carmelo has got to be a bitch about it. Um, so Wesley smushes all of his eight by tens off of the table, and then he says, "I'll see you out there, champ," and he drags the table with him. Um, uh, it had to be that table so that later uh, it would break. Correct. But um, but they had a really great back and forth. So I the, loved the promo stuff this. was 
excellent. Um, uh, and I, I, I had forgotten. I had literally forgotten. I don't know how that Wesley took the North American title from Carmelo by pinning a third guy. Um, and, uh, Cameron Grimes, I think, but, um, so they, so he brought that up. It's like, you think I'm scared of you or I don't think I can beat you. I, I took the title off of you. And Carmelo says, yeah, but you didn't beat uh, me, me for it. Yeah. Um, and, uh, it was actually, I like their, like, they're like, listen, you know, I think you're really good, but you know that I think I can beat you. Both of them. I like, I like that. There's a, there's not a like mutual respect kind of crap. It's like, like uh, respect is saying too much. I, it's not like, I, I think you're crap. I know you're really good, but I think I'm better. But I'm better. Yeah. And that's, that's really good stuff. That's, honestly. That's um, pro wrestling. It should be. It's very rarely is though. Um, yeah. It's, um, it is in the G1. It's the G1. Yeah. Um, that's where it is. This this was um, uh, a, a lot of uh, a lot of fun. Some really good back and forth, and then after Carmelo finally signed it, um, Wesley jumped straight up and landed on the table, and the table snapped in half. With God as my witness, it is broken in half. Um, God had to do something because there's no way that table snaps under the weight of <laughs> Wesley. Jumping up and standing on it, but um, but it did so. Um, yeah, it was uh, it was a weird thing. Like, I'm pretty sure I saw once like a Braun Strowman um, uh, contract signing where after the contract signing, he was like, just took both hands and went, bah! and just the table snapped in half that way to prove like how strong he was. And I don't know that that's it was a, it's a weird thing, but like I, I can jump very high from a standing position and also the weight of me, which is obviously less weight than would actually require to do this broke this table in half. Like, I don't, I'm not sure what it is that you're proving. Um, like I, I, I can jump very tall. I could, I can, I, I, I do a pretty good standing box jump is about it. I think it was just a, I think it was going for like just a punctuation mark at the at the end of this. Like we've I can confidently yeah. say I haven't seen that before. Like um I really liked Wesley getting into uh you're not even my biggest doubter. I'm right. my biggest doubter. Yeah. And went going through I was in the military people and military and people thought it was insane that I would even try this. And then they thought it was insane. I'd win a title and Uh people think it's insane. I'm going to beat you. And I've done all those things up until now. So I wouldn't, I, and then I loved the reason when you doubt me, it resonates is because I'm my own biggest self doubt. Um, What an awesome, awesome piece of promo work. And I kind of liked, um, it felt like a promo that's elevating him to a world title caliber wrestler. Like it feels like the work that they put into the North American title, though they ended it in one of the most atrocious ways you possibly could. Um, This is the next level of Wesley. And we've given a lot of credit to, but it bears repeating. This man was in a tag team 
mm-hmm. and became a singles competitor under not great circumstances. And from that moment on, gave really sincere promos and video packages yep. when all that happened. Um, yep. Has done nothing but put on great matches. Like he's really come into his own own here. And I true. I and I loved the way Carmelo received it all was so good too. Of just like to your point where he's like, he's like, yeah, but I'm I am him. And Wesley being like, why do you why do you think I want to be him? Like I want to be me. He's like. That was really, really, really good. There was like a lot of emotional appeal in this segment, and it felt kind of like go home worthy segment. Like it, it felt like I'm ready for this match now, which was great to see. But Alex, we do, um, we do have some people that might not be ready for matches that need to get ready for matches. We do have yeah. some returning um, brands that we we are incorporating into the broadcast. Oh really? Yeah. Um, there's there's situations the gentlemen may be in uh, where they find themselves ill prepared oh. for such a match, okay. and they don't want to have a squash. Okay. And they no. uh, they don't want that one two three to hit too quick. No. And by God, if there was only someone mm-hmm. to help. Mm-hmm. Is your sex life stuck in developmental? Well, get ready for a call up. With BlueChew.com and the code FIFL. Same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but how about this? No awkward in-person visits. No trips to the pharmacy. It ships straight to your door in a discreet package. But let me tell you, your package is not going to be discreet when you use BlueChew and the code FIFL. Helps to give you that confidence, that performance to take you straight to the main event, if you know what I'm saying. When approved online by one of our physicians, it just arrives straight to your door. You're not going to have people nosing around with what you're doing. And right now, you get your first shipment free when you use the code FIGHTFUL. Go straight to the top. You know what I mean. Memorable performance, high spot, you know, whatever other innuendos you can think of, bluechew.com and the code FIGHTFUL. All right. Um, hey, uh, Dylan Dutch has says, I don't watch NXT. Wish I could say the same. Um, but to always sour grabs while working. Um, thank you. How exactly have the creeds not been revealed? I must have missed it. Um, no, like they, 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 it's, it's definitely not the creeds, even though they look exactly like them and one of them and, and they do their, their actual moves. Um, but they're wearing masks, so we can't say le- legally. We can't say that it's the creeds. Um, so yeah, no, it's definitely the creeds. Thank you. It's the creeds. Okay, thank you. Um, <laughs> uh, Jambeard says, "Wasn't Heatwave last time during the Super Bowl when it was that six-man tag?" I don't believe so. Heatwave has been a um, a summertime deal. Cast. Pu- cast we got pu- spring break again. Remember that? Yeah, yeah, that was that. That was that one. Yep. Um, yeah, I don't believe that was, uh, heat wave last year, uh, had, uh, Vinci versus Carmelo Hayes, which humped, it did hump. It did. Um, uh, Jambeard says, uh, the Jays are in a playoff spot while the Wankies are sitting, uh, last in the division. Feels good tonight. Come on for those Astros next, Luis, Luis and Kate. I don't know, like you in there with the Astros. I don't 
this is for your own mental health as a baseball fan. This is a very long season. The Blue Jays aren't going to like win it all. I just want you to know that so that you're not disappointed. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, Tom LaValle saying, uh, you see this jacket? Blue shoes of a champion. Yeah. Um, hey, we got some. Um, we have some puns and also dad jokes. Here we go. Uh, Jambeard says Carolina Hurricane Helms versus Vegas Golden LA Knights. Those are hockey puns. Um, Jambeard's uh, more hockey puns from Jambeard. House of Blackhawks versus the (laughs) Britsburg Penguins. Um, uh, uh, True Infamous doing uh, uh, basketball puns. Uh, Seamus, the Boston Celtic Warrior. Uh, Jim Beard now doing uh, NFL puns. I told you it was. This is dealer's choice. You're not. Jim Beard says uh, Nikita Detroit Lions, Chicago Bear Country, uh, Switchblade J White Sox. That's 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 just that's baseball and Toronto Lucha Raptors. (laughs) Back to back to back to basketball. Um, uh, uh, More basketball. True Infamous says, Kareem Abdullah the Butcher Jabbar. <laughs> True Infamous, back to NFL. Chelsea Green Bay Packers. Ricardo, Ricardo with the NFL. Uh, Minnesota Viking Raiders. Um, and uh, True Infamous, and with more NBA, Darby Allen Iverson. Um, uh, okay. Jake Neal saying, okay, wait, the man of 100,000 subscribers, Alex Paolocho. <laughs> Tom Mahali says, no, the man of 100,004 subscribers, Alex Jericho. Well played. I, yeah, both, both are good ideas. Um, uh, Jake, um, Jake, Jake Neal says, 401 Kate Elizabeth. Do um, I get to retire then? I guess. Um, here's a joke. True Infamous says, I'm going to start a YouTube channel where I critique bottled water because it's an untapped market. Ah? Uh? Yeah. Um, Jake Neal says, 100,000 soft times. <laughs> that was my favorite. Um, um, <clears throat> True Infamous, basketball puns. Miami Latino Heat and Beth Phoenix Spurs. Beth Phoenix Suns. Well, Spurs, no. Um Jake Neal says, I demand the sum of one million holla holla hollas. <laughs> um, True Infamous with candy puns, Kit Kat tag team, and Braun Jaw Breaker. Um, and uh, Lieutenant Poe says, Nana runs. 50 50 booking, which equals 100, huh? Huh? Get it? Um, thousand. Um, and then uh, Jim Pringle says, my wife asked me to stop singing Wonderwall to her. I said, maybe. That's a really good one. It's good. It's very good. Um, okay, here we go. A little scene. A little scene here. Um, Tom LaValle says, from a meme I have had saved for years, Pavlov says, the dogs salivate when I ring a bell. Me, weird. Why? They connect two unrelated events to repeated conditioning. Ha <laughs> ha! Stupid animals. The experiment took 69 days. Nice. Nice. See? That's funny. Well done. Oh, my God. 
Um, and uh, Jambeard saying, okay, I have no hope for the Jays doing anything in the playoffs. They don't deserve to be there since they have a losing record against everyone in our division. See, there you go. Okay, see. See, that's nice. Respect. All right, jukebox. Here we go. No more jukeboxes. We're cut off. We're done. Okay. Um, Louisville in, in, in celebration of my shirt, which is a bluey shirt, but it's chewy from Star Wars. This was an Insta buy. <laughs> Here we go. Bluey theme song, which really isn't much of anything, um, but he wants um, he wants Chewbacca singing it. I don't really do a Chewbacca. That's a very very tough and specific one. It is. I've never been able to get that one the the, the right kind of gargling sound. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Mom! Dad! doesn't need to maybe be in the nope not in the not. in in the queue anymore. I could say that this shirt is blue chew endorsed. <laughs> Get it? Okay. All right. All right, here we go. Um all right. Um okay. I'm gonna find it. I'm gonna find it. I'm gonna find it. I'm gonna find it. I am gonna find it. I'm gonna find it. Um, this is a. I, I want to do this one because I love it. It's very funny to me, but I can't seem to find the transcript of it. But I will. I will. Um, and that in the meantime, uh, Tiffany sings "Hello" by Adele or by Lionel Richie. I guess you get to choose. I get to choose. Yep. Let's do Adele because I think okay. Tiffany in a brooding song is very funny. Mm-hmm. Hello, it's me. I was wondering if after all the years you'd like to meet to go over everything. They say that time's supposed to heal, but I ain't done much healing. Hello, can you hear me? I'm in California dreaming about who we used to be when we were younger and free before Maxine Dupree. I've forgotten how it felt before the world fell at our feet. There's such a difference between us and a million miles. Hello from the other side. I must have called a thousand times to tell you I'm sorry for everything I've done, but when I call, you never seem to be home. Hello from the outside. At least I can say that I've tried. To tell you I'm sorry for breaking your heart, but it don't matter. It clearly doesn't tear you apart anymore. Toodles. Mm -hmm. It's very good. It's very good. All right. Vicky wants Darby uh, singing Put Down the Ducky uh, from Sesame Street. All right, here we go. Okay, here we go. <clears throat> Excuse me, Mr. Hoots. I hate to bug a busy bird, but I want to learn the sex and I need a helpful word. 
I always get a silly squeak when I play the blues. Well, this is a duet. Who, who, who's going to be the second one? Pick quickly. Hold on. Oh, Ludwig. I, got it. I know it's perfect. Ludwig. No, 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 no. Sorry, it's it's too it's too easy. Hoots the owl is nothing if not Linda. Sorry. <laughs> Ernie, keep you cool. I'll teach you how to blow the sax, among other things. I think I dig your problem. It's rubber and it quacks. You'll never find the skill you seek till you pay your dues. You gotta put down the ducky. Put down the ducky. Put down the ducky. Put it down. You gotta put leave the duck alone. You gotta put down the ducky. Put down the ducky if you want to play the saxophone. I didn't hear a word I said. You got to get it through your head. Don't be a stubborn cluck. Ernie, lay aside the duck. I've learned a thing or two from years of playing in a band. It's hard to play a saxophone with something in your hand. To be a fine musician, you're going to have to face the facts. Though you're blessed with flying fingers, when you want to wail, you're stuck. What good are flying fingers if they're wrapped around a duck? Change the toy's position if you want to ace the sax. You got to put down the ducky. Put down the ducky. <laughs> put down the ducky. Yeah, you got to leave the duck alone. You got to put down the ducky. Put down the ducky. Put down the ducky if you want to play the saxophone. That's it. Um, <clears throat> uh, True Infamous uh, saying, uh, why did Billy get fired from the banana factory? Because he kept throwing away the bent ones. Oh no, Alex! Uh -huh. They're all bent. They're all bent. That's that's the joke. That is the joke. That's the joke one. Um, uh, meet Norma says I've been busy with meat business. Just want to say, meat lovers, all meat loves all you people. Keep cool, gobble ghouls. Also, toodles. Toodles. Thank you. We love you, meat. Mm -hmm. All right. So, Jam Beard wants Ludwig, and I will. I will add this. And also Giovanni Vinci to do the scene of the rant of the Wicked Witch of the West, Witch of Wicked the East, bro, and her sister is a princess. Um, <laughs> so here we go. The stuff of legends. Mm -hmm. Hold on, her sister was a witch, right? And what was her sister? A princess, the Wicked Witch of the East, bro. I'm going to stab him. You're going to look at me and you're going to tell me that I'm wrong? Am I wrong? This is my favorite film, Giovanni. She wore a crown and she came down in a bubble, Doug. Ludwig, she came down in a bubble. Grow up, bro. Grow up. One of my favorite things to have been caught on film ever. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That's good. Uh, well done. Okay. Okay. Um, there we go. Um, okay. It was, yeah. <laughs> uh, Luis says, oh, it was the meme. How the F was I not able to find the meme? Well, I don't know. Do better. We have, Luis, we have 100,000 subscribers now. Yeah, we get, listen, honestly. This is not the time to be slacking. Hope the ceases are watching. There, they've confirmed in the chat. There we go. Look at that blowing in the wind. Uh huh. It's true. Gorgeous. Um, Orion Ben six six six. The devil's wants, number. Wants Ricky Rainbow to sing the Rainbow Connection 
as made famous by Kermit the Frog. All right. And so it goes. Why are there so many songs about rainbows? And what's on the other side? Rainbows are visions, but only illusions. And rainbows have nothing to hide. So we've been told, and some choose to believe it. I know they're wrong. Wait and see. Someday we'll find it. The rainbow connection. The lovers, the dreamers, the egg roll wrappers, the tortillas, and me. Who said that every wish would be heard and answered when wished on the morning star? Somebody thought of that, and someone believed it. Look what it's done so far. What's so amazing that keeps us stargazing? And what do we think we might see? Someday we'll find it. The rainbow connection. The lovers, the dreamers, and me. All of us under its spell, we know that it's probably magic. Have you been half asleep? And have you heard voices? I've heard them calling my name. Is this the sweet sound that calls the young sailors? The voice might be one and the same. I've heard it too many times to ignore it. It's something that I'm supposed to be. Someday we'll find it. The lovers... The rainbow connection, the lovers and the dreamers in me. Da da dee da da dum da da dee da da do. Thank you. Rob. Ethan Smith says 100,000 burgers, 100,000 fries, 100,000 tacos, 100,000 pies. 100,000 tater tots, 100,000 pizzas, 100,000 tenders, 100,000 meatballs, 100,000 coffees, 100,000 wings now. I believe that's a reference to a Netflix show that I don't watch. <laughs> but, but, I am on Ricky... the social, but I'm on the social media, so I know... Uh, something about it, somebody referenced it before. Ricky Rainbow, uh, you're on social media? I'm I'm on the social media, but I've got burners. They're all burners. You can't follow Ricky Rainbow, but I'll I'll do I'll do the whole first name bunch of numbers and and then people think that I'm I'm like an Elon Musk stan, but I'm not. I'm just there. I, I like thought you'd be work. like Richard Black and White. I like to lurk. You like just, to lurk? I just lurk around. You're so sometimes mysterious. I, sometimes I like to look, but other times I like to lurk. It's, it, it's fun to try, try say like to look <laughs> and like to lurk. It, they're, it, they're very different things, but they sound very similar. Ricky, do you do your own hair or do you go to a colorist? Uh, no, it's it, uh, yeah. So no, I or do, does it grow I out do, of your head like that? No, it and it's not natural, love. I wish it was, but um, now um, I I I have a stylist. I'm glad. Okay, but yeah. we don't know where she is because you seem like you're from the UK, but we don't know if you actually. But we are. don't know. No, I have I have. See, do do you know how they used to say? Oh, he's got a girl in every port. Mm-hmm. Well, I have a stylist in every bus station. 
those are where you get the best looks in the bus station. <laughs> the bus station. Yeah, go down to your port authority and just stand there and wait for someone to offer to do your hair and then take them up on it. Seems it, like you know, a foolproof plan, to be honest. I can't think of a single thing that would go wrong in that scenario. Yeah. No, it, nothing can go wrong when you've got confidence in yourself. That's beautiful, Ricky. How are you feeling about... um? Now, I may or may not be in a life of crime, but you won't ever know because anything I say might be a lie, including that thing about getting my hair done in a bus station. Ricky, I was going to take your advice to get my hair done in Port Authority Listen, until you, you just if, said if, that. If there's anything we've learned... Is don't take my advice on anything ever. That's weird. This is a wrestling show. Not anymore, love. Right. Wait, so. Mickey, what are what are your hobbies? We've got we've got seven entire minutes to burn. Um uh Hobbies. We'll do a Ricky Rainbow 20 minute Q&A someday, I think. Yeah. No, entirely it's just, super chat driven. Yeah, it's just entirely. But um Oh my um, god, did no, Ricky my, freeze? My, my hobbies. Or did I freeze? Did, did Ricky... you freeze? Did I you freeze? Fr I, I don't know. I don't think I froze. I don't think I froze. I hope not. But you're it's, so mysterious, I thought it might have been you. It's possible. I might freeze and I might not, you know. <laughs> It all depends. Maybe I'll do it intentionally. Maybe I'll try and throw you off the scent. You know? Oh, did he freeze? No, he didn't. Oh, but did he? Yes, he might have. I'm not really sure. <laughs> the intentional freeze was amazing. You're such an artist. <laughs> if nothing else, that is that is what I am. That's the only thing that we're sure of about you, Ricky. Yeah. No, do you I'm watch not. wrestling? I should have asked. Do um, uh, I like to watch um, the 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 wrestling. Mm -hmm. um, uh, mostly, I'll just I'll put in old VHS tapes of of the NWA in the mid eighties. Me um, too, honestly. Um, and and then also, um, I I like um, I, I I like to watch um, the NWA currently. Because um, I like to root for Tyrus to lose. That is the two things we know about you mm -hmm. are that you're an artist and a babyface. Mm -hmm. Because we're all rooting for Tyrus to lose. Also, you know, I, I kind of hate watch the current NWA because I had a falling out with my old mate Billy Corgan. You did. A while ago. Yeah. Okay. Now, I was supposed to come on tour with Smashing Pumpkins, and then you know, I don't, for whatever reason, you know, he decided that he didn't want me there anymore. This is uh, a I huge think because scoop. because I was going to you know pull all the fans around, you know, of course, because yeah, but 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 you know, he's he's got he's got an ego on him, doesn't he? And so that's that's why he and I are not at all. Um, talking anymore, but I do like to watch his show and, and wish for its downfall. Understandable. Understandable. Well, you're definitely a wrestling fan, and that makes sense from yeah. what we've seen. So I I would I would just I would run circles around him. Oh, 100 percent I would. 100 percent 
all right, that's it right. for me. I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> I don't mean like this interview. I mean like life. <laughs> no, it's just I'm just joking. Anyway, um... this is what happened when Alex doesn't come prepared with his table trophy. Yeah, no, that's what happens. There's we'll penance to... on the other end. Yeah. yeah. That, see, none of us want to do this anymore, but we have to, don't we? We do, but there's so much joy here. Right. Yeah, sure. Yeah, that's why you stop by. Yeah. I mean, every yeah, now and then. Fun. On yeah. Tuesdays. On Tuesdays. Mm-hmm. So, all right. Thanks, everyone, for being here. Thank you. No, thank you. <laughs> Hopefully we'll see you again soon. Keep cool, gabagoos. Toodles. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.